Shalom, and thank you for listening to Progressively Jewish, the podcast where you can explore and connect to Judaism through a progressive Jewish lens. In this episode, we begin a new theme, Teshuva, Repentance, and we are delighted to welcome Rabbi Eli Tikva Sarah of Brighton and Hove Progressive Synagogue, who will be talking about 10 days of repentance, Aseret Yimei Teshuva. Ashivenu Adonai Elecho Fnashuva Chadesh Yameinu Kekedem I've just sung the words, Return us to Eternal One, and we shall return, renew our days as of old. We sing them, and there are a variety of melodies, as we return the scroll to the ark on Shabbat and festival mornings. The penultimate verse of the biblical book of Lamentations, these words that speak of return, encapsulate the essence of Teshuvah. Teshuvah is usually translated as repentance, But repentance is such an old-fashioned word, with a heavy sense of Victorian morality about it, and doesn't get to the heart of the matter. The root meaning of Teshuvah is to turn or return. Teshuvah is the goal of Aseret Yemei Teshuvah, the ten days of return, that begin on Rosh Hashanah and conclude at the end of Yom Kippur. The notion of turning and returning is dynamic. It reminds us that the process of acknowledging our misdeeds and mistakes and taking steps to make amends involves a journey. The word journey has been overused in recent years, but it really does apply to Teshuvah. We all know that life is a journey from birth to death. Teshuvah involves recognising that we have strayed off the path of our lives or taken a route that has led to a cul-de-sac, and that we need to turn back and return to our path. But turning back does not mean going back. We can't go back. The past is the past. We can only move forwards. When we turn and move towards the path, and then find it again, we discover that we are further along, We have learnt from our experiences. In making the effort to turn and return, we have become more self-aware and admitted our errors and mistakes and how and why we came to lose our way. Teshuvah doesn't just involve returning to the path of our lives. It also entails returning to ourselves and to others and rebuilding our relationships. We may have lost track of ourselves over the past year. We know we have said or done things that have hurt others, including our loved ones. The journey of Teshuvah begins when we acknowledge this and take steps to do something about it. But none of this is easy. Teshuvah is elusive. If we approach it in a mechanical fashion, ticking off items on a list, we will not experience the sense of renewal it offers. 
Teshuvah requires our commitment, but not our drive. We cannot speed our way back to the path of our lives. In the awareness of our frailties, all we can do is put one foot in front of another, tentatively, and feel our way along. Teshuvah requires our humility. Nevertheless, there is a sense of urgency attached to Teshuvah. We will not automatically be absolved for our errors and misdeeds on Yom Kippur. On the contrary, as we read in the Mishnah, Tractate Yoma, one who says, I shall sin and return, sin and return, they do not afford that person the opportunity to return. If one says, I shall sin and Yom Kippur will atone for me, Yom Kippur does not affect atonement. For transgressions between a person and God, Yom Kippur affects atonement. But for transgressions between one person and another, Yom Kippur does not affect atonement until they have appeased their friend. The Mishnah is the first code of rabbinic law and was edited around the year 200. The notion of Teshuvah and its association with the ten days from Rosh Hashanah through Yom Kippur was developed by the first rabbis who reconstructed Jewish life after the destruction of the last temple in Jerusalem by the Romans almost 2,000 years ago in 70 CE. But like all the teachings and practices developed by the rabbinic sages, Teshuvah has its roots, quite literally, in the Torah. I began this podcast with the penultimate verse of the biblical book of Lamentations, Return us to you, Eternal One, and we shall return. Renew our days as of old. On the Shabbat before Rosh Hashanah, the Torah reading cycle reaches the parashah, the portion Nitzavim, which begins at Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 9. A few verses into Nitzavim, in chapter 30, the root meaning of Teshuvah, to turn or return, expressed by the Hebrew letters Shin Vav Beit is repeated seven times in a passage that spans ten verses. The basic message is that if we return to God, then God will return to us. So even before the rabbis developed the notion of Teshuvah and connected the process of returning to the period that begins on Rosh Hashanah and concludes on Yom Kippur, the Torah teaches us that the process of turning and returning is essentially relational. However isolated we may feel sometimes, and whether or not we live alone, our lives are connected to the lives of others, and what we do impacts on other people. Going on the journey of Teshuvah holds the promise of reconnecting us with those around us, restoring and renewing our relationships. But before we can begin to do this, we must engage with ourselves deeply. The passage in Nitzavim concludes, For you shall return to the Eternal your God with all your heart and with all your being. Ki tashuv el Adonai Elohecha b'chol v'v'chol nafshecha. The Hebrew word heart here is levav and the word being is nefesh. The rabbis later understood nefesh to mean soul. 
At this sacred season, I hope that each one of us finds the courage to go on the journey of Teshuvah with all our heart and with all our soul. Hashivenu Adonai Elecha Fenashuva Chadesh Yameinu Thank you, Rabbi Eli Tikwasara, and thanks to Liberal Judaism, Reform Judaism, and Leo Beck College for supporting Progressively Jewish. Do let us know how we're doing by getting in touch on progressivelyjewish at gmail.com. In the next episode, we will welcome Rabbi Michael Hilton, who will share his thoughts on the topic of secular repentance. <laughs>